It's time for Living Your Purpose, a motivational and inspirational podcast with Peter and Joyce Nielsen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Living Your Purpose. It's Peter and Joyce Nielsen. And again, for people that are just waking up, we're in 2024. So Happy New Year if you haven't been here last week. And we hope that this new year is just serving you well. Whether you're tuning in from the West Coast to East Coast, we just hope that the the skies above you are cooperating. We're here in the Midwest, and would you say it's gray on top of gray? On they top keep of gray. promising snowstorms, and it just keeps <laughs> slushing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and talk about um, climate change. We won't even get into that. That's a whole nother category. But the weather is definitely different here. But you know, here we are, and I always say that as we get into this new year, so many people set themselves up for failure, where their mind is doing a thousand, their body's doing ten, and they fall off of the bandwagon real quick. They don't give any forgiveness or grace to themselves. I've been getting emails from people that are trying to stop smoking or drinking. They had a cigarette. They're freaking out. They're like, I quit. Who has three memberships to uh, health clubs? Who bought, you know, treadmills, elliptical machines, bicycles, and it's just now, you know, new clothes hangers where they've quit. So what we wanted to do today, and we train together, and I'm going to tell you something. I've never really had a training partner. Um, I've had a couple of training partners, especially if one is listening um, from New York, great training partner. Uh, great guy at RJ Health Studio. Um, but it's hard to find somebody to work out with. It's hard to find someone that you feel comfortable with sweating and who could motivate you. Sometimes people could over motivate and, and it doesn't work out. I remember when I was training for the Mr. Uh, America competition and I would have different training partners and some people would be like over the bar and I'd be like, okay, Peter, you can do it, you can do it. And it nauseated me because I didn't need that motivation. I needed someone to spot me. And then you got to find the right personality. And so, baby, you're a perfect training partner. I love <laughs> to train you. with you. I love <laughs> to train with her. She helps me. We motivate each other. But what we wanted to discuss today is just one-on-one fitness really designing, being the CEO of your own body and putting together you know, a customized wellness program. And there's really three legs, you know, to a good wellness program. Um, and I'm going to go through that. We're going to go through that through this show. Um, but it's so important to get doctor's approval. Like I mentioned, maybe you haven't worked out ever. M maybe you're, you know, maybe you haven't worked out in five years or two years. Maybe you've gained 80 pounds. Maybe you've had a cesarean last year, you know, and you really need to get doctor's approval. And the best way to do it is go into your cardiologist or your general practitioner, get an EKG, you know, you could get a stress test, a blood test will tell you what's going on on the inside, even a urine test. All these numbers make sense on if that engine light is going on so that when you do get on a treadmill or when you do get to the point where you're in the gym, you're not going to have some, you know, terrible disaster. So it's very, very important to make sure 
that you're getting that green light first. Once you get that green light, then there's three different pillars that I would say are, are critically important. One is uh, strength training, which I'm going to talk about now. The other is cardiovascular training, taking care of the most important muscle of your heart. And then the last, which so many people mess up on and forget, is stretching. You love to stretch. It's my favorite part of the workout. <laughs> <laughs> she works out really hard. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't look like this without working out and eating good. I mean, people would hate you. <laughs> but what would be like your your favorite part, cardio or weights? And why? Um, it really... It depends on the season, to be honest with you, because if we're doing cardio on a nice summer day and I'm jogging down the beach, I'm going to prefer that to weight training <laughs> inside. She's all about but, the weather. <laughs> I let it dictate too much of my life. But anyways, um, but typically I guess I find it easier to do um, strength training However, if I have the right piece of cardio equipment, for example, we're supposed to be getting a new treadmill yeah. delivered soon, I can pop my phone up there and watch my favorite show while I'm doing it, and then yeah. I don't really notice I'm doing it. So, I guess it just depends on the day. Yeah. i got to <laughs> say something in front of everybody. You are so beautiful. Oh. I love you. <laughs> and I know that just came out of nowhere, but that's just who I am. Thank you, honey. You're not so bad yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Strength training is really so imperative. As we age, especially from the age of 30 years old and up, we lose a half a percentage of muscle. Muscle burns twice as many calories as fat does. So when you strength train, you're increasing bone density. And for women that's going through menopause, they lose a lot of that. So strength training is helping from the inside out. It's helping getting your blood pressure at bay, your blood sugars leveled off, um, your HDL, your good cholesterol um, at a higher standpoint, your LDL, your bad cholesterol lower, and it builds strength. Um, and you can then be that sculptor and you can build definition, you know, but 60 to 70 percent has to do with what you put in this little circle called your mouth on how you look and how you feel. So it's really a marriage made in heaven, nutrition and fitness. But today I really want to just break down simply and you could write it. You could watch this again and hopefully you're watching on YouTube. And if you like this, just press that subscribe button. Um, but strength training, if you have not had any experience, say if you have not strength trained, lift weights, and just to define that, that's doing isometric movements like push-ups, sit-ups. Um, it's doing machines with resistance. Um, it's doing squats. It's doing dumbbells, which are the small bars. It's doing barbells. It's doing resistance um, cables, like exercise cables, all of that is in that category of strength training. If you don't have that experience for, say, a year and a half where you haven't done any of that, you don't have that under your belt, then you should be working out with a beginner's program, full body workout, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, every other day. So it's three times out of seven times a week that you'd be doing a full body workout. And you should be 
uh, doing two um, exercises per body part, three sets, 10 repetitions. I know I just gave you a mouthful. Between each set, there's a rest period of 60 seconds. And when we're working out, we like to work out. I've gotten Joyce to the point where she does the same exercises that I do. Um, and so it's great when I'm resting, like I'm, I'm working her out, but then when, when she's resting, I'm doing that set. She'll help me and stuff. And it, it just works. It's just a really, really great thing that we do. Now, if you do have a year and a half worth of experience, then you should go to an intermediate program with strength training. And that's where you're working out two days on, one day off, two days on. So you're working out four days and you're training not the whole body, but you're training three body parts, say Monday, three other body parts on Tuesday, rest on Wednesday, and then do that cycle again on Thursday and Friday. Um, and then on the weekend, you can rest on a strength training standpoint. Um, your workload, as you can see, um, is going to get greater and greater as you go from beginner to intermediate to advanced. The advanced is where you're training three days on, one day off, three days on, two days off. And you're only training two body parts um, per workout. So, for an example, we're doing an advanced training, strength training program. If I did a beginner's program and we worked out the full body, we would be down here for hours. Because the workload, as you your body, your muscles get immune to that work, it needs greater work. So, when you go to the advanced, now all of a sudden, instead of doing, say, you know, two exercises per body part, you're doing three exercises per body part, um, and you're just putting more uh, workload on that muscle. And you should train, you should change your training routine every, say, 12 to, say, 16 weeks, because your body builds immunity and it gets used to it. And it could be something as simple as even doing, say, if you're, if you're doing your legs last, and maybe put your legs first. And all I will do is give each and every person a tip. <laughs> and it's a tip that a lot of people don't like. Usually you train your worst, your most unfavorite, painful, uh, wish you could skip body part last. I challenge you if you want to improve on that. Because usually it's probably your weak spot. I would then put it first. I remember walking into R&J Health Studio where Lou Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk, was in Brooklyn, New York, in Canarsie, on Avenue U and East 28th Street. And I took a train and I took a bus there because I heard that the Incredible Hulk was there. And I wanted to talk to the manager. I went in there and I talked to Dr. Julie Levine, who owned the place. And I was working out down my basement of my grandmother's apartment building. And he looked at me and he said, kid, you got a, a good pair of arms. I was like 16 years old. And um, he says, but you're standing on toothpicks. Those were his words. You're standing on toothpicks. He says, you got to start training your legs. And he gave me all these different ways. You got to squat. You got to do hacks. You got to do leg extensions. You got to do leg curls. You got to do donkey raises. You got to do calves. 
I was like, I walked out of there with my tail between my legs. I didn't even get to, to ask him if he would like be my manager and could he help me. And the point of the matter is quite simple. That was my rocket fuel. I went back there less than a year later and my legs were worked. I did many sets of squats and I literally did many sets of hack squats and walking lunges. And when I went back in there, I remember him looking at me and saying, kid, you did your homework. And then he signed me up and he basically, you know, helped me go to Belize uh, with Dan Laurie, uh, who had a magazine, um, still does, Muscle Illustrated, and sent me to win the Mr. Universe competition. But uh, Julie Levine, if you're, if you're watching or you're listening, you've been a blessing in my life. You've been like a second dad. And thank you for giving me that word of encouragement where instead of just blowing over and just not telling me the truth, he told me the truth. <laughs> well, inquiring minds want to know what's your favorite and your least favorite body part to work out that's a great it's a great it's a great (laughs) great 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 question um very great question so on that note of legs legs used to be my um legs used to be my my most unfavorite and then when dr julie levine went through that whole thing and then my legs just so you know when competing and there's you can see in one of the pictures behind um joyce uh, that's Julie Levine to the to the left in that white shirt, and um, that was winning Teenage America, and um, I my legs one of my thighs were almost thirty three inches and my waist was twenty seven inches, so just <laughs> you do the math it's kind of it looks weird but that's how it was so I went overboard with my legs so I love doing legs another body part that he told me. I wasn't, I, I really wasn't good at, or I, I didn't have the genetics was my chest. And um, I always would bum out chest, and then I started doing incline chest to build the upper because gravity takes toll. And then I started doing decline chest on a 45 where my head's down here. So I love doing chest now and legs, um, my favorite, and they were my worst. And I think my most unfavorite is back. I, I, I don't enjoy, I go through the motions, I work out hard, but if I had to pick the, the least favorite, it would be, um, it would definitely be back. And then I'm going to tell a secret that I've never said on TV, I've never said on radio, and I'm going to say on our podcast. I had calves. I used to do donkey raises with three guys on my back, and donkey raises is when your back is, say, 90 degrees parallel with the floor, and your legs are here. I'm just picturing that. You right. Know, with three guys. Three guys on my back. I mean, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger did it. Lou Ferrigno did it. So why not Peter Nielsen do it? I mean, I was a kid, and they were my idols. So I'm doing this stuff, right? And my calves were like hearts, like diamonds. They, my calves were like 20 inches, oh 20 God. inches. I made a – and it was so painful. If anyone that does calves – you want to do calves where you're doing, say, you know, um, I would do three sets straight, three sets in that work the outer and three sets out that would work the inner. And you would get this beautiful diamond or heart-shaped calf. And I used to literally almost cry. It was so 
the burn was so severe because there's so much blood down in your legs and your calf. So I made a promise to myself, if I win the Mr. America, which I did five times, if I win the Mr. Universe, which I did twice, if I win the World Cup, which I did, I will never again do calves in my entire life. And I haven't done calves other than maybe for TV once or twice in really? the last 20 years. You would never be able to tell because they look phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> I just genetically had calves. <laughs> but my point is, is that I made that promise and I feel like I, I earned it. Um, but those are my best and my worst. What's yours? Um... The ones that I dread the most are walking lunges and squats. <laughs> She's got the best booty, man. <laughs> could I say that? Yes, I could because this is our podcast. <laughs> and, the, and I guess the ones I, um, that I find the easier, even though I don't really have much muscle definition, is my arms. Triceps and biceps. She yeah. does push down. She does curl. You've gotten stronger in the I last have, I have. few months. And my back is probably my weakest. Yeah. But She's, the legs, for yeah. some reason, I just get it. I'm like, oh, okay. Like she does. I mean, her do glutes. First. Her, do it first, her, first thing in the morning. Yes. Put it this way. <laughs> I have it set my alarm every morning at 9 o'clock. The alarm goes off. If, we, if I don't get it. Drink and workout drink available soon. Exactly. <laughs> It tingles all over my face and my body. I'm like, okay, now we can go do legs. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole other show. <laughs> but if I don't get her in the morning to, to work out, I don't get her. It's like, you know, so there's that window of opportunity. And I, I try to grab it all the time. So that's how important anaerobic training is. So I talked about beginners. I talked about intermediate. I talked about advanced. I talked about changing stuff. Now let's move to the, the other important pillar of your wellness program that you're designing, and that's cardiovascular training. And cardiovascular training is taking care of the most important muscle, your heart. And a, a quick tip on, on really incorporating a cardio prescription um, workout is Dealing with a cardiologist, if you're on a beta blocker, a calcium channel blocker, a blood thinner, you need to make sure that you work with your cardiologist on where your heart rate should be. Because if you're wearing, say, a polar heart rate monitor, and you're supposed to be at 140 beats, but you're on a beta blocker, and you can't get above 120, then and you're trying or you're paying a trainer at Lifetime Fitness or someplace to try to get you up, you can get a heart attack. So that's important. And if you are on any of the medication I just said, make sure that you warm up on that treadmill. Make sure you cool down and take five minutes so that the blood is not pooling in your legs. Make sure that if you have, you know, Amazon at the door or FedEx or UPS or a phone goes off that you don't stop while you're on that treadmill or that stepper. Because then what happens is the pool, the, the blood is pooling in your legs. You go to get off, you're going to get lightheaded. And again, it's a recipe, especially if someone has cardiovascular disease, it's a recipe for a stroke or for a heart attack. So once you're, you know, dealing with and knowing that, there are a couple of components in cardiovascular training. You're taking care of the most important pump. You know, we have two, two set, you know, we have two eyes. We have um, a set of two ears, two hands, two feet, two legs, but we only have one pump. And we need to make sure we take care of it. 
Because if we take care of it now, it's going to take care of us for years to come with plaque, triglycerides, uh, gooey stuff that is, that is floating in the blood before it turns into plaque. It's good to get a calcium test from your cardiologist to see where you're at. But what you need to know is that you should be on a treadmill, a bicycle, you know, jumping rope, um, uh, elliptical machine, five out of seven days a week. And that is the gold standard. And in each of those sessions, you should be at 45 to 60 minutes. And for some people that say just had back surgery or heart surgery or whatever, you could do an accumulative effect over a day. So you can, you can go walking in your backyard for 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes after lunch, 20 minutes after dinner, and boom, you've accumulated what you needed for that day. Oh, I can add, um, last summer, we, we made it a point, um, you I know, I let that. myself go to not be quite to where I wanted to be. And within just one summer of, it was about five, five days a week. Yep. We did a half hour bike ride in our the park behind our house, which has lots of hills. Lots of hills. And it was something, and it was a nice activity to do six, together. Six miles, right. But I did notice pretty quickly um, my body readjusting, me getting back to the weight that I wanted to be at and feeling more toned and liking what yep. I see when I look in the mirror better just from the bike riding yeah. itself. Yeah, it's amazing because it takes 3,500 calories to lose or gain one fat pound. So what she's saying, if, if say we're burning, just say, you know, 500 calories um, in that one day, okay, of doing just that six miles, you take 500 calories, you times that by seven days, that's 3,500 calories. She just lost one pound of fat. Without, it, without even trying, without even dealing with anything to do with eating. So if you then just say, hypothetically, you were overindulging and you say lowered your intake by, say, a few hundred calories, then all of a sudden you're losing almost two pounds or a pound and a half a week. That's how it happens. It doesn't just happen. You got to put in the sweat equity and you got to be disciplined at the breakfast, lunch and dinner table. So we know that we need to go five out of seven days a week on your, say, exercise prescription with cardiovascular training. Uh, it needs to be consecutive. So it needs to be Monday through Friday or Tuesday through Saturday, uh, whatever works into your schedule. We know that we need to do a minimum of 45 to 60 minutes. However, that's calculated, whether it's a few minutes here, a few minutes there, at the end of the day, that's what that quarter is. And then thirdly, which is very important, is the intensity. It should be 60 to 70% of your maximum heart rate. And how you determine that is 220 minus your age, basically is your maximum heart rate. Then you times that by, say, 60%, and then it'll give you a number that's, say, the low number of beats per minute. And then the 70%, you do the same thing with that, um, and then that will give you the high number. And then if you wear a polar heart rate monitor, you could adjust it to the high and low number. And if it's too low, it'll start beeping. If it's too high, it'll start beeping. So it'll keep an honest person honest. So those are important things. And then if I could say this, 
pick a piece of equipment that's best for you. Like, you know, we were talking about a treadmill. A treadmill is probably one of the best pieces of equipment for rehabilitation, cardio, uh, strengthening your heart. Uh, it's great on your, your knees and your back and your hips and, and stuff like that. But I just want to go over quickly. If, if a 150 pound person was basically uh, working out for a half an hour, I just want to go through quickly on just different things that you should know. Uh, a person riding a bicycle, uh, 150 pounds um, for 70 RPMs um, will basically burn about 150 calories in 30 minutes. On a treadmill at four miles an hour, that same weighted person will basically burn 200 calories. A person that is on a, a stepper uh, for a half an hour um, will basically burn 250 calories and a person on the elliptical machine will burn 300 calories. That's the same weight for a half hour. So let me just put a period at the end of the sentence where a bicycle that you're over, like a regular bicycle may be hard on your back because you're bent over. So a recumbent bicycle in your home um, where you have back support will be best for you if you have some back problems. Um, a stepper is great, but it gets your heart rate up very quickly, burns a lot of calories. But if you have knee problems or heart problems, I wouldn't recommend you getting on a stepper. An elliptical machine, the elliptical range of motion is, is better on your, um, your knees and your hips. Um, and it's not as harsh on your heart. So it's a great form. But one of the best is a treadmill because you could go from zero to 10 or 12 miles an hour. You can go from zero to 12 or 15% incline. Some go decline. Um, and it's, it's just, you know, and, it, and I always say a treadmill, usually to compare a machine to a toy is $1,000. You know, it's just, it's the truth. Because of the support, you could get folding ones for your apartment. But cardiovascular training is so important and it just is a beautiful combination with strength training. And then the last thing that I like to talk about, which is your favorite, is stretching. And most people forget stretching and they hate stretching. And I'll be even, you know, I'll raise my hand here. And, and even the, the coach needs to be coached when it comes to making sure I stretch because if you don't prepare your muscles for the rest of the day and get them so that they're not going to spasm and stretch them, and a stretch should only last between 10 or 15 seconds, and it shouldn't be something that's painful, but it's going to just help elongate and help keep that muscle from getting injured. Um, and, you know, I mean, you are very petite um, and you're small-boned, but even you doing all that leg work and stuff, you need to stretch. Um, and even your your back, um, you need to make sure that that stays aligned as well. And stretching is a great way to do that. Yeah, we stretch after every workout. In addition, I when I wake up in the morning, when I have my tea or my coffee, I also will sit in the living room on the carpeted floor. And um, I just, I, I'll sit there and even do like a little meditation or watch the news and I'll sit and do my stretches then. Um, and then we have this inversion table where you lock your feet in place and then it flips you upside down 
and I love to do that too. I'll just hang there for what feels like ever. I love <laughs> it's to just watch her do it. It's just enjoyable. It's relaxing to me, and, and it makes me feel better throughout yeah. the day. I think exercise is the best medicine, and obviously, it's you know if you're going to put in this investment in a new wellness program from 2024, just make sure you eat healthy, uh, go through your cupboards. You know, go through your refrigerator. I challenge each and every one of you, um, and I'll put it on this link here. Um, I have a new 90-day challenge, and I would love to invite you to an exclusive group on Facebook. Uh, we'll put that link down here. Yeah, isn't the deadline tomorrow for the measurements, though? Yeah, I'll even extend it, though, for, yeah. for people that, you know, are, are going to watch uh, and, and doing it through uh, YouTube. But I think that... It's every week a Facebook Live, and I'm talking about macronutrient meal plans. I'm talking about exercise programs, answering your questions, um, and then talking about supplementation. So um, for, for more information, just click the link below, and we'll, we'll share that. Also, we're super excited that we're now on Astound TV Network uh, throughout the country every Tuesday and Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. This coming weekend, you can find us on DBTV, or Roku, and uh, Apple TV. So God is just really blessing us, and I'm just humbled and, and grateful. And um, the reason why we do this, even the TV show, that now it's been over three decades, we've been doing it at Peter's Principles, is just to motivate, educate, help you get unstuck and move you forward. And we could, they could also find us on social media. Yeah, social media or um, email at peter at peternielsen.com if you have any questions. Yeah. YouTube, of course. Yeah, so we really, really appreciate you. And um, we want to see you succeed. We want to hear about your story. Um, we're going to be having, believe it or not, um, uh, we're going to be having um, Miss... Uh, Olympia as um, mm -hmm. as a guest coming up soon. That's um, really exciting. Yeah, I mean, just a lot of just wonderful people and guests that are going to be on our show. So stay tuned. And again, if you are just seeing this for the first time, subscribe to that button below. If you're just listening to us, you, you could hear us on, you know, Shopify, iTunes, anywhere. Spotify. Uh, yeah, Sp <laughs> Spotify. What did I say? Shopify. Although I like Shopify, but. Yeah, Shopify. <laughs> <laughs> Shopify is our is our store on our website at peternielsen.com. Thank you for correcting me. What would I do without her? My golly. <laughs> we hope each and every one of you truly just dig deep and um, get out of your own way so that you can live that purposeful life and um, live the destiny that you have in your heart. That's what it's all about. It's truly about doing what you feel led to do. And you can't live a purposeful life unhealthy. Can't do it. So our hope is that you take a couple of these little nuggets and you incorporate them in your own life so that you get unstuck and move forward. Because that's what it's all about. So until next week, we both just love each and every one of you for tuning in. And we hope that you have a blessed week. 